when that's this is what happens on like social media when there's like look at Brexit for example. If if you had gone off of what people were tweeting, there's no way we still be, we, there's no way the UK would have left the EU. Everyone was on everyone's like, now nah, fuck this Brexit thing. Might as well, might as well, might as well remain. Remain. What remain? Man has to remain. It's not leave. What's that? Man ain't leaving. Next thing you wake up next day, man out of the EU. So it's like, rah. <laughs> I thought it was a remain thing. What happened? Who's yeah, who's it? Who who's lying? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to You Think You Know podcast with me, Benjamin Williams. Derek Thinks. And Shy from Young Black Psych. <laughs> What's going on, people? Welcome back. Another episode of You Think You Know. Your host, Ben Shy Derek. You already know what it is. What are you like saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got a good week? Last week? Oh, another week. What's your week saying? What's your week saying? Yeah, it's been all right. So, yeah, oh, hectic. Yeah, it's hectic. been good, man. It's been good. Yeah. Can't, can't lie, um, it's just been been trying to get myself into a bit of a, a new routine. I've been getting up at six thirty every morning, okay. um, and then like going to bed a little bit earlier because I just find myself mucking around at night. You know what I mean? Just doing <laughs> doing what? Just you know what I mean? Just I don't know. Just like you know. I have the, I have this weird sleep pattern where I wake up at dick at o'clock and I'll go. I sleep in like two cycles. I'll go. I'll go better like. Yeah, one o'clock ish. Wake up at like three, four. Then go back to bed. Up for an hour, hour and a half, then go back to bed again. Yeah, it's long, but but in the hour, the hour that I've been waking up is always I'm on the email checking thing. Like I'm proper, proper invested in just getting shit done now. It's mad, but it's more on that later. I'll probably need to speak on something later, but we'll do it at the end of the episode. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, I just want to start this episode quickly, just quickly. (laughs) Fuck Pretty Patel. What was that her name? Pretty yeah. Patel, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck her, innit? She's a, she's a clown. <laughs> I saw her talking today, innit? I just looked at her and I'm like, you know what? This this woman is is lost, she is man. She's what did lost, she say? Man. I don't even know. She was talking about how, you know the people that defaced the, the thing in Bristol, the statue of the slave oh. owner in Bristol? Mm-hmm. And they put it in the river or whatever. They were like, she was like, yeah, the people that did that are, you know, they're taken away from the message of the Black Lives Matter movement. They're all vandals. All the vandalism that's going on is, you know, we can't sympathise and empathise with people that are that are hooligan. Oh, sh- shut up, man. I swear, you're just a fucking idiot. You're just a fuck. This is what gets me here. A statue of a slave owner has been defaced. It's been, it's been, it's, it's been deleted. It's gone now. And people are, and people are upset about this. I did, <laughs> doesn't make sense. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, this is gone now. A, a symbol of racism has disappeared and there's still people that are going to come out here and say, no, nah, this is a problem. Something's wrong with that. Yeah, see, true. What are you doing? You no, 100. Like, yeah. The guy... <laughs> this is the problem that I have, but anyway, I'm not even going to get too mad because... Well, this is, this is the thing, just like, speaking on that, like... Basically, like, you've seen, like, MPs come out and been like... Listen, half of them have been like, oh, yeah, we understand why they did it, but it's still, like, still a crime. And then, like, mm-hmm. others, others have just, like, taken no, no standpoint how they have any regard for the people whatsoever. Mm. They literally just start throwing people under the bus. And yeah. it's kind of, it kind of gives you no, like, lack of faith, you know, really. When I mean, I saw what you were talking about, Derek, this morning. 
And I literally was just like, what is happening? What is happening? But she's had a mare. She's had a mare she's all, a, lock, she's a clown. all lockdown. All yeah. lockdown. Since, since, she's been in, since she's, she's been in power, well, she's been, she's she's been gone for the thing. She's no, she's not right to Fuck Pretty Patel. We don't fuck with Pretty Patel. Fuck Pretty Patel. Fuck Boris Johnson as well. Anyway. There's calls. I was going to say that there's, um, I think there's a statue of Margaret Thatcher actually, I think near the Houses of Commons. Yeah, one of Winston Churchill, isn't it? That's, that's that, that was yeah, the Churchill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so I saw someone map calls, a route on Google calls. Maps from the statue to the Thames. <laughs> 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 this is the route. <laughs> Taking it. Next Saturday, be there or be square. I can't lie, I might have to go still. Just fucking. But I saw people defending Piers Morgan on whatever show he runs. I don't even know what show that was. Fuck. That's like Good Morning Britain thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was on there Susanna talking. Mm, um, back in Winston Churchill as well, saying he was the, the fucking, the reason we won the war. Blah blah blah. Fam, saying Churchill won Britain the war is like saying fucking William Giroud, Olivia Giroud won France the World Cup. That's the same. It's the same analysis. <laughs> I didn't do shit, bro. Man, <laughs> man sat on the bench, bang a goal now and then. He didn't do nothing. Man just made a one sentence and now I want to claim as him as the greatest British person in the last, what is it, century? Am I not right? Jesus. The greatest British person in the last century. You want to give it to this brother here? Winston oh, Churchill. Man. The guy that's got, that, that was advocating <laughs> for, for fucking concentration uh. caps in South Africa and India. Fuck that, man. I'm not. Listen. This UK is done out here. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm a... Giroud. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on, I jacked that. I saw that on a tweet. That's, that joke's not mine. That shit. <laughs> 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 Never come out with that joke. That's a funny joke still. But it's true. I was like, that was <laughs> good. I thought it was too good for you, man. Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah. It's, it, it's true, though. Like, it is true. I mean, I can't remember um, the MP's name, but he's MP for Bromsgrove. Um, and he was like, he grew up in Bristol and he like looked at that yeah, particular yeah, statue yeah, all the time. And he was like, yeah, and I felt, I can't remember his exact words, but he was like, I felt offended and, you know, when I looked at it and everything. And then he go, but now you're in a position of power. These were feelings you were, you know, feeling and things you've grown up with, you know, looking at these things. People have to see them every day. And then when you get to a position of power, you don't even think, oh, well, maybe there's young people growing up feeling exactly the same as I was. So there's almost like a lack of, there's a disconnection. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Between these people at the very top and the people who are like still living their like normal lives. And when he said that, I just, he was like, he was condoning it. Uh, no, sorry. He wasn't condoning it. But, and then he just came out with this whole thing. I was like, well, if you felt it, especially for that individual statue, then surely you should be, you know, saying, okay, yeah, well, obviously there could have been better ways to go about it. But then you see there's been petitions about, the statues and everything and nothing's been done you know so it's there's better ways to go about i mean vandalizing statues but then there's also better ways of going about just treating people equally right and that's not those oh, aren't being yeah, explored 100%. so yeah. 100%. it's tit for tat at the end of the day but yeah yeah what are you not thinking of the protests now anyway i i was gonna go inside i told you that i was going in it but obviously my parents expressed mad concern for mine and their health so near nothing yeah no fair. yeah but, that's that's the thing. I've, me, I was going to ask you, like, what do you look? Yeah, me, you look? me personally, I have, I have loved every minute of seeing these protests. I think it's been so inspiring to see people, even in the midst of, an, of, a, of I guess, a pandemic, you know, people are kind of, mm. you know, people are willing to kind of risk their lives to kind of stand for what means to them. 
Like Basically. I, I said to you, Derek, like I was myself the same. Like I wanted, to, I wanted, to, I would, I would have liked to have gone, but with you know, kind of the considerations of my health, my my underlying health conditions and whatnot, it was a techie one, especially living in a house here as well. Yeah. So, yeah. But as I say, like, so I've kind of felt that even though like I've not been able to kind of be there in solidarity with people, I've like signed petitions, I've donated money, I've literally like shared whatever yeah, I can, you know, and yeah. I think it's just been, it's been real nice to see, man. It's been real nice to see. If, if, if well, almost, that's my, it feels like change is coming, you know? Like it kind that's of, my point though. My point yeah, is amidst yeah. this pandemic, people are still protesting, like, mm. what, what's your, uh, it's admirable, isn't it? It's, that's the only way I can really put it, I guess. It's like, the way that like, people are really risking their lives out here but it's like do you think that it's crazy that we even have to do that like put ourselves out there during coronavirus to mm. yeah to even get our point across and you know try and incite change in in society so mm. i don't know my question i guess is kind of like do you think there's a better way to go about it rather than being out there during this madness pandemic protesting is there something else people or we as people can do even if it's in a protest form but maybe you know something safer mm. if you understand what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah no i get you what's like, your opinion do you think anything like that exists like it's a good question to be fair i mean first of all i want to say like you know even with people being out protesting like at the amount of people i've, I've seen photos of people being out and they're still wearing masks and stuff they're wearing gloves yeah, of course, yeah. it's kind of like obviously the new guidance is that even if you can't distance even like supermarkets and like public transport as long as you're wearing like masks and coverings and shit like it's fine so yeah on, like, we want to see the repercussions of this for at least i guess around two weeks right so because i saw today london i think was it yesterday sunday um no deaths from covid but this London's is the thing good. as well. Yeah. This, this yeah. is the thing. I think um, like Martin Luther King uh, said, the time is right to always do something right, or something along these lines. I'm going to have to look it up. He basically said, um, the time is MLK always right <laughs> to do what's do right. Like Honestly, yeah. like this last week, I've just, I really like just, it's blowing my mind a little bit. Um, you know, being, especially being like from Shropshire and everything like this, and obviously, got 100% like support for what's going on I think protests 100% you know I'm back yeah. in the way I'm, I'm on I'm on yeah. the petitions everything I think but it's not I haven't spoken to someone especially in my like close circle who has had something negative to say about it because people can't really get negative about it because of like social distancing because firstly the whole beach scenario when the weather was good you know you only had to look at Brighton yeah. warmer it, that was yeah. crazy crowds so yeah. right there that's null and void that's gone yeah. So, like, going back to that quote, like, now is the time. Even if this whole coronavirus thing wasn't going on, you know, there's a chance yeah, this sure. whole American thing would have happened and the whole same situation would have arose. Mm -hmm. So, like, the time is now. And I'm just, I'm loving seeing people backing it so heavily who I never, especially from Shropshire, backing mm. it so heavily who I was like, man, you're just like, you're a farmer. Like, you know, a lot of the farmers around here, like, are a little bit racist and everything. But there's been a lot of people who have just been, Given mad sport and just like really really backing it it's great to see um but i think obviously then you get like people going oh well if there's a second spike don't blame the government or this but mate 
literally the time yeah i think i think that's restrained because i've seen a lot of people say you know like it's like a kick in the teeth to nhs staff who have kind of risked their lives and i hear it to some extent you know like you know obviously there's a fair point the, the, the guidance to kind of stay home and that you know keep everyone safe is well and truly there but as i said like i think this is one of those exceptional circumstances that like 100%. the coverage on on george floyd's death was like you know worldwide kind of thing everybody yeah. knows his name kind of thing people and, are protesting all over the world for something that happened in the u.s like you yeah. know we fucked up when people in new zealand are out here riding for for a man from yeah. the united states like absolutely and so i feel like you know while it's not the most ideal situation we're in with covid19 it's sometimes these things just take, have to get done they just, yeah, yeah it needs to get done right? and unfortunately if it means that in a time of pan- a pandemic like you know it, we need to kind of hit hard and and, and still change and that's what needs to be done do you yeah. think uh do you think because it's like people are willing to put their you know their lives on the line basically yeah <laughs> they, they have to take it seriously because it's like yeah. you know i think like it was the us you know they've they've, they've just withdrawn um just withdrawn uh what are they called? Minneapolis. Yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, who have they just withdrawn? The public, not the public. The Pacific Guard, the thingy guard. I'm not sure. <sighs> the National Guard. That's the National, National Guard. guard. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. withdrawn them from from. Uh, the process. <laughs> 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 actually, it's a good point. Actually, I wonder, I wonder based on from you guys. So the, the narrative at the moment has been obviously like it's not enough to just not be racist now. Like you need to be anti-racist. Yeah. You need to be actively yeah. speaking out against people who hold you know, racist views and, and such and so forth. Like, Ben, I suppose, like, I'd love to know your thoughts on this because obviously as, as someone, you know, as, as, a, as a white male, like, mm. how, like, how has it been for yourself? Kind of like, or like, how comfortable do you feel on perhaps like challenging, like, particular, like, people you may know to, um, on, the, on their views and the topic of being anti-racist? Like, what's that yeah, like? Yeah. I mean, like, it's something, I'll tell you a quick story just on this. Um, not so long ago, a really good friend of mine, um, just basically, we were talking, he, he um, obviously me being white, him being black, you know, there's questions which arise, it's, you know, not a lot of people like to answer them, but like, you know, it, there's certain things you, you're from, you're living life, but having two totally different experiences. So basically, we were having a couple of beers and we we're very good friends. So like, we we're just talking about it. And he goes, he goes, I know you're not racist, but, and I know you know the difference between, you know, the right thing and the wrong thing, but until you actively go out there and educate people on what is right and what is wrong, you are not being anti-racist. You know, you're not out there fighting the fight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically from that, from that moment on, I kind of, I knew I was always like one of those people who, I don't mind set, like standing up for what I think is right and wrong. Mm. But when he said that to me, I, it's something I've always thought about, like since he told me that, like every week I'll think about it because he's out there fighting that fight every day, being like a young black man who lives in London, you know, and he, he fights it every day. Like, um, and it's just not something I could get my mind around until he told me. Um, mm. Anyway, growing up in Shropshire, I think back to times where, Unfortunately, I've had, I've seen it with my own two eyes. People get really racist, especially like, you know, from around here, because it's, it's predominantly white. It's pretty much like 90%, 99% white around here. And people will say things without thinking about them because they think there's no negative consequences because there's no one of color around here. It yeah. still doesn't make it right. And like I've told you lads before, I'm very fortunate I've got good people around me. And 
if I don't catch it or I don't hear it, someone will say something and then we as a collective will say something together. Yeah. But I've, I've never felt uncomfortable about it. Um, there's times when I think back to when I was like younger and mm. I think about certain situations. I mean, when I'm like, you know, 13, 14. Mm. And there's certain situations where I've been like, like, so I went to a school and in my year there was only, at one point there was only one uh, black boy and one black girl. And, you know, being in that situation, everyone's like, well, why don't you guys get together? I, I've been thinking about this for a little bit. Like, I know, crazy, right? Because I'm not going to lie, I really fancied that. So the, I was a bit like, the, oh, court, you know, the, the caucasity, like. <laughs> yeah, literally. So I remember when I remember when that happened and like, it just wasn't like, and it was like, she was like, no, I don't like him. And, and that was it. But I remember it wasn't a big thing until like two, two years down the line. We were like, remember when that happened? And ever since then, it's just been a progression. But I think for all all people like myself like I'm, I'm like go back to your point I've never felt uncomfortable with it but mm -hmm. it's because I've all also <laughs> not trying to long this out but basically my dad was a golfer traveled the world golfing he's really he taught me like and my mom both taught me from a young age just to really be respectful for other people and different ways of life because he was experiencing he was out there so it was never a thing it was more actively sought after I want to know you know, what's the differences because that's, that's so good. You're, we're living in the same world, but you know, the good things, you're having a different experience over here, but then you also learn what is good, that's bad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think so it's, when I, sorry, go on. Yeah, go. No, go, go. No, yeah. I'm just going to say like how, cause it's interesting. Cause basically just based off what you just said, cause like, you know, my, I've almost kind of felt like my understanding of the, sort of the pain and the anguish that people in the states have been expressing was somewhat not blindsided but just like i guess ill-informed because originally i yeah. thought you know obviously like he's someone has died like it's 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 outrageous how it's happened and whatnot but i actually had to take a step back myself this week and you know educate myself on the history of america and what's been going on that's it and yeah, absolutely so there was a there was a, i told you about Derek. There, there was a program on netflix called the 13th yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, my sister's watching that. My parents watching it. Yeah. It is. It took me. It took me two times to watch it because I can't lie. I did fall asleep. Well, I watched it quite late, but I watched it again. But so it was honestly, it was so <laughs> eye, so eye opening because it made me made me think. You know, like I really forgot like about like you know what people in this what black people in the states went through. Like you know, people were being lynched. You know, in just in in their hometowns, like from trees and stuff. You know, like I, there was um. I forget the young lad's name, but there was a young black boy who was accused of, I think he was accused of like wolf whistling a, a, a married white woman. And as a result, his body was like found in the, in the river. Yeah, and it was all these type of things. It was like people, like all these like black, le black leaders of the day, Malcolm X, you know, like Martin Luther King, who, who brought together these communities of black people who empowered them and the leaders were taken away yeah like for whatever you know for whatever means necessary they were deemed as a threat early on and so you had all these all these communities trying to be built up trying to kind of have this sense of self then to be get to get, yeah to be torn apart like that so it's i i've been looking a lot more into this whole concept of like um like generational trauma you know and kind of like how as young black lads like we as our ancestors have gone through so much and it's a, as a result you know like we still have you know, parts of that will still kind of be present in our lives at the moment and stuff and it's just been so insane to like to look up on just like 
it really highlights the gap that within the, the mainstream school system that we're not taught about this. Like I remember it must, have been, it must have been like year nine, must have been year nine, high school, yeah. Black History Month and history lesson. And my teacher just puts on roots. Yeah, them ones, Dude, yeah, we had the same thing. We had the same thing. Just put Man, we had chicken in a box. <laughs> you know how mad that is. But the man were eating it like it was calm. Man were eating that that chicken oh. and shit. Um, like, and no one really what? at the time took it in. Like, like this is what is actually. That's the thing. What are you actually doing? Like, mm. it's Black History Month. What are you so saying? You, in the canteen, you got fried chicken and chips. That's what you got in fucking. That's how you're celebrating. Bro. That's mad. Me, that's yeah, mad. Multicultural days at school. Man, I'm, 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 I'm out of rage. Type thing. I'm out of rage. I can't believe school of that mag, of that, you know, sorry, that culture, that much culture, um, and what's the thing? What's the word? Diversity. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. I'm actually out of rage. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. It's embarrassing, isn't it? Man? It's embarrassing. embarrassing. And you would really hope. And what's funny is, like, I imagine that like, even like my parents as such, like, wouldn't have even known sending sending their, their children to that to the school I went to, to not even know like I'm not being taught about my history like that. Like they they I, yeah. they, they know it's in the curriculum summer, but they don't really know what. And I think one of the I knew the eighth from them and them. I don't care about that. Like yeah, just... one of the best one of the best petitions I saw recently was um, kind of like advocating for. Like more up-to-date books on black history to be included in the curriculum. Yeah, I saw that petition. One of them in particular was the um, Why I No Longer Talk to White People About Race by Rene Edo-Lodge. And I've read that. that. It's a, a, it's a, it's an amazing book. I, I bought it for my dad a couple of years back. But, um, like, you know, stuff like that, um, The Good Immigrant, um, Akala's book, Natives, those type of things I feel like should be, you know, on the curriculum, like, from a very young age. Because it's, like, it's not hard to teach your kid, kids about race. But I feel like, I think because a lot of parents will be feel uncomfortable because they're ill-informed themselves or miseducated yeah, themselves. We're in a bubble. We have to keep reminding ourselves that we're in a bubble, right? We, mm. as, a, as a collective of people, like if you look at the people that are close to you, both of you, I guess, you'll mm-hmm. probably find that you're very, everyone's pretty much quite left-wing, quite liberal, mm. quite, you know, they're millennials. So they got the millennial mindset of everything's calm, whatever. But so that's just us. But then when you look outside, that's this is what happens on like social media when there's like look at Brexit for example. If if you had gone off of what people were tweeting, there's no way we still be, there's no way that UK would have left the EU. Everyone was on. Everyone's like, now nah, fuck this Brexit thing. Might as well, might as well, might as well remain. remain. What remain? Man has to remain. It's not leave. What's that? Man ain't leaving. Next thing you wake up next day, man out of the EU. So it's like, rah. <laughs> I thought it was a remain thing. What happened? Who's yeah, who snakes it? Who who's lying? <laughs> it's not even so it's like we're in a bubble. Oh, that's so true. And people <laughs> we need to understand that there's a whole there's not even one world, there's at least like thousands of other bubbles that mm. we have no experience in. We have never stepped in, we have never seen, we have never we don't know anyone in those bubbles. Yeah, it's true. So, it's true. 100%. And in these bubbles, they're on a fuck remain thing. They're on now. Nah, we're definitely leaving. Fuck these immigrants. Yeah, they're in UK, right? yeah. yeah, exactly. They, so they we, we don't know these people, but these people actually exist. And then when mm-hmm. it comes to these votes, this is what's happening. So we have to keep reminding ourselves sometimes that, yeah, we know that basically we're right. I'm not even going to be on a. Maybe not. I would. This is the right thing to think and to do. We know that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So the multitude is a whole host of people outside of these bubbles or our bubble that disagree and think that they're right in the sense that no, nah, yeah, that's it. White, that's white, it. white supremacy is a thing. You know, slavery was justified. People actually believe this. There's people yeah. out there that would, would yeah, people face sit you sit <laughs> down and tell you that it was. You know what I'm saying? It, it was justified. justified. Yeah, that's been the thing. That has been the thing, which has been the craziest <laughs> thing, especially like looking like grow like growing up. Like I said, try to know right from wrong. But there's people who like, and you think, and you look at people, and you think, especially like when I, you know, if I'm looking at other white people, I'm thinking, surely you can see the same as me. Me being someone who's grown up in a predominantly white area, and I still know the difference between right and wrong. But there's people who just think it's like completely the opposite and it's it's terrifying it's like really is terrifying because and it's also really embarrassing it, mm. it gets you to look because like when we've never had a conversation like this like the three of us together like because we're mates and we have other interests and it doesn't matter like you know we're mates because we're mates mm. but when like all these things like arise and like i like personally especially on twitter and you see some dickheads just posting stuff and i'm just like, I sat there like this is just embarrassing because like you know there's some you know some people out there are thinking well maybe under it a little bit all white people are thinking the same thing and just thinking yeah because unfortunately people are growing up in like southern states of usa unfortunately mm-hmm. do have a collective idea of what they think is right and wrong and unfortunately they are so far wrong that they're in these bubbles like you said derek they're in these bubbles and they all Jam each other up. It's very difficult to pop these bubbles. Like it's it, very difficult mm, to tell. Infuriates me. Infuriates me. Honestly, I'm like, that they're wrong, and then they and then they adopt what you're saying to them. It's almost impossible. I feel like that's why yeah. talking is is basically like a, a waste of time. If you don't if you don't understand at if at this point now in this after all that's happened, after all that's gone on, after all that's been shown, and and people are. are are doing if you still are of the belief that i don't know you are all lives matter type of person still now mm-hmm. then there's no hope for you there's nothing there's no hope there's nothing oh, worse if you're if you're out screaming blue lives matter for a start because nah, i've seen people yeah, like that man. and it's just this it's, it's, it's so far oh, from the mark so far nah. from the mark it's like i know it's i had a conversation with um it completely i had a conversation with one of my bridges from nuts from uni yeah, and you might, you definitely know her, Shai. Mm. Some, uh, basically, a girl from our course, well, I'm not even going to say the name because it's kind of peak, but she might even listen to it. It's probably not, but it is what it is. <laughs> is <laughs> basically training to be a fed. And you could tell. Oh, I know who you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean, innit? You could, listen, could you not tell she was, she was wayward from, yeah. from from day dot, from day dot. From day dot, you yeah. could tell this. Day dot, you knew. She knew. <laughs> you knew. You just knew. And the funniest thing is, is she's not even white. She's 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 mixed race, and she's oh. out here. The way the stuff she was saying and the way she was moving. No, 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 no. Fuck this. Anyone <laughs> on this thing, you're just interested. And the thing what gets the thing what got me about that as well is that so I've seen some people, especially some people from our uni, who are in that that space of, you know, training to be feds. Um, you know, I, 
Yeah, so this is the thing. So like, yeah, like the attitude around, you know, like not all cops are bad, you know, and and there's again this this there's a good quote from Chris Rock and he says, you know, like the notion that that the, there's a there's a few bad apples. But here's the thing, man. When, whenever the cops gun down an innocent black man, they always say the same things, man. They always say the same thing. It's like, well, it's not most cops. It's just a few bad apples. That's a lovely name for murderer. <laughs> it's like, how'd they get that one? Bad apple, that almost sounds nice. I mean, I've had a bad apple. It was tart, but it didn't choke me out. <laughs> but what I have to, and he said, say, say, said to that, he was like, you know, like some professions can't have bad apples. Like you can't get, you can't have some doctors being bad apples, you know, because what happens to them? They get, you know, they get... Oh, bad pilot, you're doomed. American Airlines can't be like, you know, most of our pilots like to land. <laughs> we just got a few bad apples that like to crash in the mountains. Please bear with us. They get, yeah, this is yeah, it. They, get, they get struck <laughs> off. And it's yeah, like right some, now. what, like some pilots, <laughs> What's he, he says like uh, some of our pilots like to land. <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> that was it. Yeah, that was darkest one I guess. Oh, but it's yeah, man. It's just it's true though. I can, it's I like, can imagine. Well, that's it. I can imagine being like my my uncle's a detective, like police officer. But he's like I don't I don't like I haven't really spoken to him about it. But obviously, unfortunately, t things like this have happened before. You know, that's why there's so much outrage now because it continues to happen. But with all like this police brutality, and we've spoken about it a little bit before, and he's just he doesn't know what to say because he's just you know he's in another bubble, like we said, he's just in this bubble where he's got you know he's a detective as well, so a much smaller team. But it just mm. seems to be the like it seems to be from what I've seen. Now, listen, I might be just talking on my ass, but like it just seems to be a collective group of these like police officers who, who can only get to a certain level and then they only get further in these areas because the collective mind state in this area is very much in the same way of thinking hence why they reach such heights within force i'm not sure if you guys think the same but you know it is it is it's scary like it is scary. Like it's a power trip at the end of the day and i feel mm. like that's what i feel like most people again i this is just me but i feel like Anyone aspiring to be a police officer has some type of power co conflict in themselves. That's just my that's just my opinion. But, but I hear what you're saying in that people. But then, um, like black, but then like people, because I think they, I black police officers. That's a different. That's a different thing. You're all lost. I don't care. Because what's his name from Love Island? That Mike Boateng. He released a, quite a good message. I think it was like a spoken word piece he did on on this on the instance. And so he Love was Island contestant. Yeah, spoken word. It, it was crazy because obviously he was i think he was in the metropolitan police i think it's metropolitan police and you know he was in there three years went to love island kind of thing did his thing came out and he found himself under investigation for allegations kind of thing these men were trying to tarnish his name so it was it was something on the lines of like he'd abused his position as a police officer to sort of like i think the, the float of someone to float of a girl ask her number some kind of but they kind of they they dragged it out anyway there was no evidence for it kind of thing and they put his name on blast so tried to discredit him completely within his within his position 
the um, the yes. other other white other white officers within his within his okay. kind of thing. So it was nuts. So he came up kind of thing. Obviously, he had to go through some long battle with the media about this to kind of clear his name. And then in his spoken word piece, he also mentions them kind of by name to kind of say who's who were these people who were speaking out against them. When in reality, like he was a he was a stand up cop. You know, he he fought. He was a young lad, a young black lad who joined the police force to try and create change, and wasn't able to do that. You know, it just goes to, it just goes to show kind of thing. Like not even men who were trying to best intentions go in there and make change. They're not even able to do that because it's so thick. The thick of it is just so much. Mm. Mm. It's ingrained in it. It's systemic. Yeah. But past society's past the need for police anyway, in my opinion. I thought, honestly. <laughs> you see the Minneapolis, they, they're, they're yeah, looking to... They've, they've reviewed uh, it. Yeah. If you know what happened? Do you think mm. that happened? I don't yeah. know. I think they've done it, haven't they? They've, they've, no, they've done it. No. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Like, when, when, when something gets like passed like this, it's got to also go, especially in America, through a lot of other... Yeah, if it's got to go then it's not going to happen. Like, you know, the mayor has said that. Now he just proposed it as an idea and put it into some, some formality. So, you know. I don't think it will happen. Well, it's a good start. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, well, listen, it, it seems to be that the majority of like, people are looking at this whole situation in a positive way and trying to give as much of, them, of themselves as possible, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's... It's crazy. It's mad. Yeah. I, I can only imagine people. being in London right now. I can only imagine. Like, keep it going, everyone. Keep it going. Everyone, stay mm-hmm. safe out here. Stay yeah. sane. Keep it going. There Look after yourselves as well. And one other thing to just kind of touch on as well, just with, with the midst of all this, because I, I know for, for, for stars, I experienced this, but like when it all came out, so when everything came out, like I was like on the first day, I remember I saw the video when it came out and I, I watched the whole video. And I remember, I remember, like, kind of after then, like, going through the motions, like, differently. Like, I found the video infiltrating my sleep, infiltrating my my, my headspace throughout the day, and then like mm. having to return to work, but still having this these all these feelings being brought up by this video was difficult, man. Like, I couldn't. I, I, for me, like, I, I I work in a in a predominantly white. Um, white institution kind of thing and you know I it was useful that I was able to kind of reach out to one of the black members of staff and speak to him about it and get support from a person from a from a, from a, from a black male because I, f- I almost felt like none of my 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 white colleagues could understand kind of what I was going through I, d- I didn't really know how what, what I was going through let me ask you a question now quickly yeah sure did anyone ask anyone check up on you any of your white colleagues did they did they check up on you nah <laughs> really? Nah. Shit, so it it's wasn't. Mad. This is the thing. So it's mad, off, isn't it? off the bat, no one checked in, and it was funny because so I had to speak to him first. Who then? And what he did was he kind of obviously he spoke to my team manager, who's who is white, about it, and then we got like a sort of collective email to kind of address it, you know. And she like she thanked him for kind of raising raising it, you know, and whatnot. And we're we're, we're, quite, we're quite lucky because in the NHS we have the ethnic minority network. And, you know, they had obviously issued a statement. They'd offered, like, lots of resources and support for people of colour, any kind you know of minorities to kind of access that kind of support. But it was good. But as I say, it was a for fucking took, it took abolish... Out to, Sorry. Yeah, the same. Yeah. But, yeah. Why not for abolish this minority ethnic phrase as well? Cause, That's what I was just thinking then. I was just, when you said, when you said that, I was like, what? 
I was like, how is that stuff? Why, why isn't it just, if you need a bit of support, you go in there and have a bit of support, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, it, no, but, yeah, but so what it is though, it's so it's, with the NHS, obviously you have talking therapies in general, right? So staff can, you know, staff can access wellbeing services for whoever, if anything, but it's, again, it's, and the name just great on me because I, tricky, I don't, the name I don't, is I don't like, I don't like, you know, BAME, people of color, you know, it's, yeah. you, are, you are what you are kind of thing. But I think as a, as a collective support, just of people who aren't white, who are the, the majority in the service kind of thing, like it's just this dedicated space, this safe space for people of color can come together and talk about these issues and almost have this shit shared sense of I get what you're going through yeah but then that's the thing because then what happens is what you'll find anyway I thought I guess did so sorry mm. you said no one checked up on you mm-hmm. do you I guess you don't have many of them on socials on my life do you no let me say so you wouldn't know if they were posting about it right mm. all right cool so let's just forget about that what you'll find is that people will start people will they're starting to just post, just to post. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's hard because people are getting onto people that are not posting, right? So if you don't post, they'll get onto you for not posting. But if you post, just post they'll get onto you for posting, for the sake of posting. So people <laughs> are going to be hitting on you no matter what you do. So it's a fuck situation. You know, no how you look is, you know what the difference is? So you know what it is? It's posting and it's checking in on your black friends and you know and colleagues yeah. whoever kind if of I'm not, if out. i'm not posting everyone's looking at me like racist you know what i mean like if yeah. i'm out there doing that but then that I, that plays into the hands of some maybe not maybe i wouldn't say they're racist but they're i guess this is what's the word overtly racist maybe or intrinsically racist because they're seeing stuff saying wrong mm. if i don't post i'm seen as racist so i'm gonna post so i so, so i'm not so I seem not racist. But then mm-hmm. people were getting called out. <laughs> yeah. Air companies were getting called out. Like, look at your board you. We're talking Black Lives Matter. You go to your board you. <laughs> it's Dave, Peter, Frankie, Simon. and John. It's like, it's like okay, I hate, all right, cool, man. Black Lives Matter, I hate you. Much love for that. But it's, it's a, I don't know, it's a very... I'm, I'm the thing is, is that... that like, I, uh, yeah, go. No, the thing is, is that we just need, we just need, um, more competition from black businesses and corporations mm. that so that instead of looking to integrate not i mean integrate is not the right word but like looking to be accommodated by these current powerhouses we need to have our own powerhouses that's and i'll get on to that a little bit later i've got some special feel coming but <laughs> that's <laughs> why nice. i feel like this <laughs> Ooh, needs, yes. uh, needs to that needs that's that's the way that it gets fixed i feel like instead of looking for accommodation someone said i can't remember who i heard it somewhere but people saying black people are too accommodating into the culture you look mm. at music producers like at the moment one of the biggest jewel producers chris rich is like a white 18 year old kenny beats is like an american um hip-hop beat producer white guy eating and obviously they've shown their respect and their dues and they've used their platforms to spread the message so love to them but you wouldn't see like a black guy producing for i don't know who's a for, uh, who's a mad like white artist Name ariana grande it's a black guy producing ariana, ariana grande <laughs> <laughs> H. H. 
No, H is again another guy that's a, not appropriate, but he's in the in the he's, yeah he's in the culture. But I'm <laughs> talking about people that are, are, are in a different bubble. I don't know, like Michael Bublé. No black brothers producing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? That's not happening. That's that's but not what's, happening. But what's funny? Yeah, revenge for that new Christmas album. Yeah, he's the kind of person who's performing with like black back backup singers, uh, with like okay. kind of because Very he. Well. Could, you know what's funny? Because some people could say about him, in particular, like because he, the, the use of his, like the, the black choir and the black instrument, the black uh, musicians, and you know he has this sort of this sort. There's of, a shit example. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, but no, 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 no. What I'm saying <laughs> is really, like just <laughs> just the whole just the whole stance on it. You know, like like we have like white artists who will use black backing singers, black vocalists in their music, but they don't give them any credit, kind of thing. But but because, but the authenticity that the sound that they give, they ha- they'll, they'll happily take that on board and they'll happily kind of reap the benefits from it. But the recognition isn't there, and that's something I think people need to call out a lot more on. As I said, rather than being quite complacent, quite what what's the word you used? Uh, accommodating. Accommodating. That's yeah. it. Yeah, accommodating of that. So yeah, but I'd say, man, there's a, we've got there's a long way to go with all of this, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, just the yeah, 100%. 100%. just fighting for the future generation, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and their position in the world. So, yeah, that's it. <sighs> yeah, fair. yeah, man. Take care, take five there. <laughs> apologize for well, actually, we don't apologize yeah. for being too heavy in the last couple but obviously we're going to line up a little bit now mm. um well shy was saying the news is the air gardens are going to be opening was it the 22nd i think is that? I don't 22nd know. of june 22nd, so, yeah is it outdoor is that yes. london specifically outdoor, or is that uk yeah, wide I, I, I didn't read the article i'm not gonna lie oh, i can't remember let me see if i can bring it up but I'm pretty sure it was... See, we only had a little bit of homework. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it was uh, going to be uh, London <laughs> to start with. Yeah, pub Gard- oh, no, like, pub gardens in England could reopen from 22nd of June. So could, what does that mean? Could. Depends, innit? Um, if- well, I won't lie, they've been trying to do that round. That's mad, though, I feel like. like- that's bit early but maybe i'm just i'm not a scientist in that so i don't really know they're saying like many pubs are offering a takeaway service to customers during the lockdown so i think my housemate was saying takeaway beer you can basically yeah, you can go, to the, go to the thing get your drink and basically just leave the premises and have them oh, like okay. outside yeah. in the yeah. park yeah. type thing you know them plastic cups there would be sick if you, could, if you could like if you could like bring That's your own like essentially just like just 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 bring your own bottles in it and just like refill and then take it <laughs> like canister. Reusable cup, you get money off, like you're doing a coffee cup. That's a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. It. get a <laughs> come back ten beer free. Oh, you know I mean? imagine that. <laughs> That'd be insane. Well, you're not going then. They say they open it, boom, two weeks from now. Monday comes, it's open now. Are you going? And if so on Monday. I'm not- I'm not old one. Huh? Not on a Monday per se, but like they open it twenty seconds on Monday, isn't it? So I probably would go. Do you reckon they'll do like a delivery kind of thing? You know what I mean? Just get a few uh few pints sent to 
It's in Shropshire. It's Shropshire. It's a nice... Beer comes like, half of it's like, this is... It's just a little bit in the air, just a bit of foam. Just a bit of foam. Where are you going to go? That's it. I would, you know what? I want mine to be fair. I would. I think it would be quite sick. Especially if they had it in... No, that's, the, that's the thing though isn't it I would like to see what they do in terms of distancing measures you know and how people can be apart and they can feel drink and whatnot. not if the question is do you trust the UK I guess this is the thing I was going to say have you seen what they've been doing in Germany like the German nah. clubs and everything they've been you know like so when people go like swimming in into the sea they have those like long like noodle things like those they're called like woggles you see and they give you a hat with one of these long wobble things on <laughs> so they stretch out they stretch i'm not i'm not a messenger i'll send you i'll send you a link and they sit there and if your wobble touches another person you're not straight away just like <laughs> you gotta get out of that like honestly like it's crazy but then in in amsterdam as well along the canal they've been like setting up <laughs> yeah exactly just crashing each other with these wobbles man uh, but yeah, in Amsterdam, they've been setting up like little greenhouse like things with like a table, like mm. a park bench, and then like little That's a gym proposal, isn't it? They're going to put so, like, gyms, uh, equipment in little, oh, little spaces. I can't wait for gym. Like the fact that I'm able to work from home, so like I'm not traveling to work. If I could literally, uh, gym, the gym is oh, in my yard. So when gyms are back open, I'm going to be going like early morning thing kind of thing you know what I mean just get out of the way and done with because mm. I imagine gyms, gonna, gyms are going to be a case of like only X amount of people in at one time it's going to be the last thing to open one of the last last things to open I feel like yeah but well, I think it's, it's going to be so good for people's mental health as well because not only there's all this emphasis on like you know home working out and you know going for a walk going to the park to work out but to buy mm. any if if you didn't jump on it uh, yeah, before much, lockdown yeah. it's, it's basically impossible now to get any kind of weight from uh, any decent price, any kind of yeah. shop, yeah, like literally. any decent price, it's ridiculous, man. And the and price, I'm not paying so two hard. bills for two 10 kg dumbbells, impossible. Bob, do you know how mad that is? Impossible, <laughs> that's impossible stuff, yeah, it's crazy. impossible, impossible. Yeah, it's really like stunting my growth. I'm like, you know, just I've been quite fortunate, <laughs> but you got dumbbells, that's fine, it. yeah, for sure, you do. I have, mate, but like, they're only like, well, you I think. 15 yeah, yeah. kg, big man. So, which isn't like, <laughs> you know, it was heavy at the start, but now we're like two months in. So, I'm like, using them same 15 kg dumbbells. I hear that. But it's long. I've been quite lucky that. because what I've done is so obviously going back to my uh, tie boxing use at uni, I've actually gone and bought like pads, gloves, uh, equipment, and that. And I've bought this, got it at home. So, me and my housemate, I will just in the garden and we'll just spar and we'll just go through some drills. And that's been quite nice. Like, between the running and the sparring, we've had like a good couple of sessions where it's been decent. Like it's made up for not having anything to do. Yeah. You're going to be like doing Ninja Warrior. Oh my day. So my, my goal for the end of, my goal for the end of the year is if it's obviously, if it's, if it's, if it's running, would be to do like Tough Mudder. Something, something, yeah, something like that. Just sick. to really, really push myself, my fitness. Derek, we get you on Tough Mudder. You're up for that. Could you yeah, imagine man, all the mud in his beard, bro? <laughs> Yeah, that's long, bro. I don't know how man. You know what? You know what's interesting to me though. Them, 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 them vertical races, like upstairs races. You climb, like you know, climb. I forgot what it's called. Um, like spiral yeah, stairs. Like, people do them things. Yeah, you just run up, to, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Upstairs. What? Anaerobic thing. That would be interesting. Fuck the mud thing. I'm on that man. You know me already. I'm on that mud thing. 
You got to understand. No, come on, we'll do it as a pod. We'll, we'll, we'll hook you up with a microphone, mate. We'll hook you up with a microphone. You know what I mean? Get the full, you know, My nails, man. You know what I'm saying? Good, I'm, I'm putting <laughs> nails. <laughs> what? Oh, Jesus. Nah, I'm, yeah, no. So what's the spiral staircase? It's just a what's race, it? but it's up. It's up. You don't run. Up like a stairs. run upwards. Sound like some... Re- Rapunzel kind of thing. Oh, I forgot you know? what it's like, called though. What's it called? Yeah, you know what's called? I've seen challenges <laughs> on YouTube like of people. Yeah, yeah, so it's not a yeah, it's not a legit sport, like, yeah, like, let me see how like I can get that, that like that twenty <laughs> That'd be a six board though. That would be I a six say, board. Though. I had I was gonna say I hadn't seen it the Olympics. <laughs> that would be cutting upstairs. Nah, that's six Can you imagine representing Great Britain? I'll win that slowly, don't do you reckon you could wait so with them type of things yeah do you reckon you're getting up every step or are you like jumping upstairs like three at a time it depends on the step on the on the layout of the steps I'm some steps are <laughs> you can't yeah, see this but he's got a serious no, face I'm being right serious. <laughs> he's got the whiteboard he's got the whiteboard some steps, out <laughs> some steps are what 20 centimetres, you can you can skip those steps. But if the steps are like 50, 60 centimetres, you can't skip them steps. There. You just buckle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be sick on your way down. Because, you know, if you're ever in, you're in like high school and you like get, be get, cutting, get the banisters and you like jump forward. Yeah, like, you're moving. Yeah, that's, that that's would be, That would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Who's, uh, who's winning out of the three of us then? Up, up the stairs. Up these stairs. We should do it. We should try it. We should definitely should these stairs. You on it? I'm down. My money's on. My money's on. Yeah, I'll do it. Let's do it, mate. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do mate. We'll do it. We'll book it in. We're gonna live stream the event, everyone. We're gonna live stream the channel. YK on YTYK podcast on Instagram. Um, follow that. You know what I'm saying? Get the live stream. Get to see Derek with his mathematics skills. Analyzing those steps. Staring his rule like before we start. 50, uh, 70 and a half, you know. I don't know. No, but you, you, oh, oh, these are not regulation you, size. These are not regulation you size. You were a sprinter, right? I was, day. yeah, back in the day, yeah. So you As know yeah. the the benefit. Yeah, but horizontally, but know, horizontally. You know <laughs> the benefits of understanding how to sprint. It's not a case of you just cut. Mm. You gotta know. When you start in the first 20 to 30 meters, you got to keep low. Then you rise up. Now you're in your stride. Your steps are longer. And then mm. you duck at the end. You know this, right? And at the start, obviously, you go into the ready position. Yeah. This is, these are all, you know what I'm saying? So there's maths in everything. Mechanics you know, to it. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah maths. But maths stairs, though. It's a, it's a, different, it's a different thing, nah, bro. Nah, maths is maths, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd love maths to see is it. I'd love to see it. I could literally would be sick. We're gonna to have to do it though. We're actually gonna we to to find it, a, so. a location. Anyone that can hook us up with a little spiral staircase, I'm saying. yeah, 200 Laundry. steps. Yeah, Why are you laughing? I don't get it. It's gotta be regular. But you know what is it? Because I'm picturing that, like, Derek, you remember my flat in my land, didn't it? No. My, my flat in my land. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So when I was living there, yeah, I was on the eighth floor, bro. And that, that place. I don't know. We're, we're actually, hang on. See, see, I'm picturing Byron. That's what I'm picturing by those steps. That was, yeah, that, you know, like that was really too bad, to be fair. So, like, what are you telling me? What's the point? That's like six floors, to be fair. Now, I'm just saying, so my, that was, um, I was on the eighth floor, right? When the, when the lift used to break, yeah, 
skating at them instead. It wasn't too, wasn't too nuts. But that, bear in mind, we had like 25 floors in that building. So mm. I'm thinking... I've been at work for like three months. It's like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So like the building, like to, to get to like 25 versus floors, how long, know, do, how long do you reckon that's taken you? I don't know. I don't have the... 20 minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not back. How many, how many, how many, how many floors? How many floors? 25 floors. That's a madness. <laughs> you lose your mind. By the time you get to like 19, you're like, how long have I been going? Like, It wouldn't be good if we all like, all came out of it. That's a good question though. With injuries and stuff, but I think we should book it in. We should book it in 100%. Get, like, get a venue. Um, get a venue sorted. I got, <laughs> I'm going to go out for a run tomorrow with my family. going to be like, what are training. you doing? I'm like, yeah. training. I'm getting ready. Get the stairwell out of the way. Get out of the way. I'm going up and down these stairs. It's a good anaerobic thing, though. 100%. Anyway. Okay, there we go. We're booking a date. We'll let everyone know when we're doing that. We'll give a location. We'll be selling tickets. <laughs> and doing all that kind of stuff so you know cheap prices cheap prices any sponsors want to get involved please yeah. let Shout us know Hugh. um still we'll do that. yeah Hugh, you yeah. still haven't got yeah, message me back uh but but it's all right don't worry we'll, we'll... it'll be good if we could actually get Hugh as a sponsor you know what i mean yeah. get some... we'll have to work on that yeah. but i do wanna i do wanna can i let me give a little short announcement if it's cool with you lot yeah all right cool so with all the madnesses that's been happening right now, like I said earlier in the pod, I feel like one of the main things we could be doing right now um, as black and minority ethnic people is to kind of take ownership back and start creating competition to a lot of the current powerhouses that exist right now. Um, <clears throat> and so as a result of that, I've taken upon myself to kind of create a new creative agency called Sky High, Sky High London, where we'll be offering branding and marketing advice to any black and minority ethnic owned businesses and brands. Jeez. So anyone anyone that is a black or minority ethnic owned business or business owner, if you have any questions regarding branding, marketing, or any type of branding, any type of marketing, whether that's digital offline you want you got our house campaign that you think you're thinking about running you need some ideas you got x amount of budget you want to know what you can do with it you got i don't know branding decisions that haven't been made yet um anything like that you got any any overarching questions in any of this that's kind of the that's what we're here for to answer them questions and help you out so we'll be doing it free of charge for the foreseeable future i guess for at least for the remainder of 2020 so literally any question no question is too big or too small any request is no request is too big or too small um so yeah um one thing i will say though is please 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 make sure your product is patent because one thing i will not do is work with a brand whose product is shit i'm i'm sorry and I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna i'm not i'm not saying your product has to Only i'm not saying is. your product has to be like world-renowned groundbreak i'm not saying if you're if you're a clothing brand i'm not saying you should be nike if you're a food brand i'm not saying you gotta be matt d's if you're an alcohol brand i'm not saying you gotta be smirnoff if you're a fucking software brand i'm not saying you gotta be microsoft but i have to work i can't work with products i can't vouch for do you know what i'm saying mm. i can't back so like i said please 
pattern the product because I'll give you an example, yeah? The product is the heart of the brand. If if you've got an innovative product like Apple do, what are you going to get? An innovative brand. If you've got a cheap and cheerful product like McDonald's do, what are you going to get? A cheap and cheerful brand like McDonald's are. If you've got an efficient patterned product like BMW do, you're going to get an efficient brand like BMW are, right? So if you've got a shit product, what are you going to get? What are you going to get? A shit brand. I can't, nobody can brand a product, a shit product, well, it's impossible. It just can't happen. So mm. like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying you got to be world-renowned, top of the fucking, we're here to grow at the end of the day, and I'm here to help people grow and start competing in these fields, you know what I'm saying? So obviously, I'm not saying have the best product ever created, otherwise I'm not going to touch you, but you can't, <laughs> don't have a shit product, that's what I'm saying, isn't it? Back yourself, yeah. so Derek can back help you. Me yeah. Help, you. Yeah, help, help, help me help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So help me help you. Yeah, check us out. The website, hopefully. How hey, can they get? How, website, yeah, how can they please, get? Please, well, you? website. Sh- hope, when is the drop episode dropping? Do you know when you think so? Uh, good Whenever it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Let's say whatever day it is. Hopefully, it's this week. Mm-hmm. Website will hopefully drop this week. Um, skyhighlondon.com. <laughs> skyhighldn.com. Um, go on the contact page and just send us an email because again it's like we have to get the infrastructure in place like to start competing because one thing I've noticed working in the industry now um, I've worked with huge clients so far in my time at my current job right huge huge clients top of the range What's yeah obviously is? come on man mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but every single meeting that I've been in I haven't seen one black person, not one black person in mm. every single meeting that I've been in. Every single meeting. I've been in hundreds of meetings already. <laughs> I haven't seen one black person. So it's be, I feel like the infrastructure isn't there for us. Yeah. We, don't, we, don't, we don't know how to, make <laughs> things, how to make things work. So what I'm trying to do is use the knowledge that I've accrued from my education and my experience in the field and kind of give, like Kevin Hart was saying on the Joe Rogan episode, um, we got to give knowledge back he has the financial understanding of credit and mortgages and all these things so he's going around with chase and morgan or whatever they're called educating the black community on these things similarly i have some knowledge on how agencies run how you know how to give advice and to help campaigns run and stuff like this and how to like get advice and get people to talk into ex-people and moving things around from the work that i've done so i'm just trying to give it back right now you understand so mm-hmm. check us out, skyalondon.com. Use the contact page if you're interested. If you if you know any black-owned business owners, let them know. Um, like I said, nothing's too big or too small right now. Um, it's free for now anyway. <laughs> um, check us out on Insta, skyaldn. And yeah, man, sky's the limit. Sky is literally the limit. So lastly, if anyone listening wants to get involved and wants to help, you know where to find me in it. Derek thinks on Twitter. Everything's on Instagram. Um, we, I'm gonna need all the help I can get right now. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Look, so anyone that's got any experience in marketing and branding, any designers out there that you know have some time on their hands right now in the isolation, working to do something creative, get at me. Anyone, anyone that's got any type of interest, just let me know what you're interested in doing. Uh, there might be something for you in it. So hit me up. Nice here first, people. Heard it here first. Yeah, appreciate listening, people. Exactly.
Yes, thanks everyone. Obviously, stay safe out there. Keep doing what you're doing and show some love. Yeah, to man. Someone. Catch you guys in a bit.